What's going on, everybody? Back for another podcast. Um, I'm actually recording this one a little bit later than what I usually would have, uh, five, five o'clock in the evening. Um, I'm outside right now. I'm, I'm not, you know, in my usual places. I'm out of, out of state right now, but um, it's all fine. It's all fine. What I, what I really wanted to talk about, honestly, I didn't know what I was going to talk about for a little while. Um, but then it hit me. It hit me. I came outside, started looking around, started thinking about an investment that I have. <clears throat> I started thinking about an investment that I have, and and it was it was a crypto investment. If anybody knows what's been going on, and, and this podcast is not about cryptocurrency. Let's let, let me make that about you know number one. But I'm using an example. So. Um, I, it was a crypto investment, and if anybody's been paying attention to what's been going on in the market right now, mostly everything is down from where it once was in its quote-unquote glorious state. Um, at the at the peak of a bull run, things have seemed to crash and, you know, hit very low levels. Uh, th- it's recovering now, you know, but the point I was making is that I had an investment. I bought into something, holding it. Holding, holding, bought into something, <clears throat> and it wasn't, it wasn't turning out for me for a while. Um, and just recently, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and move this money and put it somewhere a little bit safer. Um, a little bit safer, somewhere where I, I knew I wouldn't lose and only gain. So that's what I did. I went ahead and pulled out of whatever that risky thing I was in. That risky thing I was in, and I went ahead and put my money in somewhere safer. And if it weren't for maybe f- less than five days later, that uh, <clears throat> very coin that I pulled out of started to rise. And I got an update as I walked outside again today that, you know, it was higher than it's since I've started paying attention to it. Since I've started paying attention to it, uh, it's higher than it's ever been for me. So, and, and you know, I'm just looking at it and I'm just realizing what the topic is for today some might be more comfortable with the term or phrase staying in position others staying faithful suits you better but either way that's the key to greatness staying committed being resilient remaining faithful remaining in the position you know, staying, sticking to once you originally started. That's the key to greatness. If you don't have that, greatness will not become of your life. And I use me in a personal example because um, I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm better than them. And that I don't have my own challenges and, and face and fall in some of the same situations that everybody faces. Everybody faces some of the same exact stuff. No matter... No matter how it presents itself in that person's life, we all face the same thing, similar things. Um, it's all the same temptations at, at, at its base, at its nature. Um, so, so yeah, you, staying faithful and staying in position is, is a key um, to success, a key to greatness. Um, millionaires don't just pop up overnight. You know, greatness doesn't just come overnight. It requires work over time. 
And as much as I knew that, knew that and would say that and would tell everybody that, I still found myself in a situation where I didn't have the faithfulness. I didn't have the consistency necessary to produce my to produce my fruit. For the seed that I planted, I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the diligence to to wait for that that tree to produce. And look at me. Look at me now, right? The only thing there is left to do is to look, just to look and laugh, really. I'm not saying that people would not or anybody would, but that's all that really is, just to look and laugh. You know, the Bible says that wisdom laughs at, you know, the foolish person. Um, you guys got to, you know, bear with me here with the background noise again. I'm outside and it, it started to rain a little bit. I mean, I'm in a dry spot, but but you still might hear the rain. Uh, but But the Bible says in Proverbs that, <clears throat> wisdom actually laughs at the fool because the fool didn't listen so all there is left for me to really do is just to look and laugh at me um but you guys you guys have to stay committed and you know what I'm going to pull up that scripture I'm going to pull up that scripture so that way you guys know what I'm talking about you know, you know, I'm not just pulling stuff out of out of my, my back pocket here or, or just making up stuff, making up garbage, or just saying anything that sounds nice. Um, you know, in the book of Proverbs, wisdom is personified as a woman. And and now in the New Testament, it also says that Jesus Christ became wisdom for us. And I'm not going to take the time to give the perfect clarification of that. But Jesus Christ literally became wisdom for us. However, in the book of Proverbs, wisdom is personified personified as a woman. It is not saying that wisdom is a woman, but it is personifying, you know, just to, just to show something. Just to have you, let you see something or get a picture. So, I'm going to start from Proverbs 1 verse 20. And I'm going to read quite a few scriptures just so that way you guys know what i'm talking about and understand what's going on so proverbs 1 verse 20 it says wisdom calls aloud outside she raises her voice in the open squares she cries out in the chief concourses at the openings of the gates in the city she speaks her words how long you simple ones will you love simplicity for scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge turn at my rebuke surely i will pour out my spirit on you I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded. Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind. When you distress and anguish, or excuse me, when distress and anguish come upon you. Right? So right then and there it says that wisdom laughs at the foolish ones you know and then if i keep on going it says then they will call on me but i will not answer they will seek me diligently but they will not find me because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the lord they would have none of my counsel and despise my every 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 rebuke therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies for the turning away of the simple ones will slay them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. 
But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. You know, a lot of the time we get out of position or we, we cease to be, remain faithful or stay where we're at because of the fear of, of, of you know, uncertainty, the fear of, the fear of, you know, what will happen next. Because you're concerned about what might happen next, you make decisions that you might call wisdom, but are really fear, you know. Um, and and again, you know, I'm, I'm only making only making a couple of points. I know this is not necessarily what I'm going to be talking about necessarily what I'm talking about solely, but um, you know, but but with wisdom, you know, there is security. When you stay in that way. There is security when you when you stay in position. You have to remain faithful. You have to stay in position. I know a lot of people when it comes to being great. A lot of people in the New Testament. There's an example. Jesus gave a was 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 you know preaching and or you know teaching whatever you want to say. And there was a story where not even a story, but he said you know count the cost. Basically, is what he was saying. A lot of times we'll embark on things and we'll move forward into things, but we find ourselves challenged so much and we, we cease to remain faithful because we did not originally count the cost in the situation. And one of those things is like, what I mean counting the cost, Jesus says, you know, and what builder, you know, doesn't first check to see if he has enough to complete the project that he started, lest he not have enough to finish it and then... And then they look at him and they mock and they laugh, you know, because he started something and he couldn't finish it. And, you know, I just wanted to, if I, you hear that now you, and then you hear earlier, I was just reading, talking about how wisdom will mock the fool, you know, because, because the fool won't listen to wisdom. That's why they mock the fool, not because wisdom would, you know, originally just going to mock you just because, you know, you're a fool per se. But no, but because you're, you prove yourself a fool when you don't listen to wise counsel. You prove yourself a fool when you don't take the necessary steps, necessary precautions, when you don't do your own due diligence, when you don't do your own research, when you don't, you know, you know, move with some, some prudence, you know, looking ahead, seeing what might come up along the way, analyzing, preparing for hardship and moving through it. But when that hardship or adversity faces you um, and you just cease your project, you cease to keep going. Then, then there's nothing left to go. There's nothing left but to just look and laugh. There's nothing left just to look and laugh. If people knew how many times you personally quit on things, if people knew how many times you, you know, gave up on stuff, what do you think they'd say about you? What do you think your reputation would be? How many people do you think would really fool with you? How many people would really, you know, what would people have to say about you? Who would you be known as? Right? Who would you be known as? But rather, rather be faithful to the matter. Be faithful to the matter. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you. It's not good for you to do many things and never complete anything. It's not good for you to do many things and never get anywhere. And I mean substantially anywhere. I'm not talking about little gains here and there, but, but for, you to, for you to truly get nowhere. 
A lot of people want to do great things as in great in number. They want to do so much in their life, but they don't understand that commitment and that kind of lifestyle required to do those many things in life. Um, and then whenever they start to do these things, they don't remain faithful in what they do. So <clears throat> God will not bless that because he's not going to bless inconsistency. He's not going to bless lack of diligence. He's not going to bless anything that's unlike him. And we just simply look at Jesus. Jesus's road was hard. Okay, he was the savior of the world. You know, all those that choose to believe on him and and but he opened the door for us all. So so him being beaten, being bruised, you know, him and and him now let's 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 make this known right here right now. He was God, right? You know, he knew the road he had to face. He knew what was up. You feel me? He knew what he had to go through. And he did it anyway. He could have he could have been perfectly fine, perfectly right, you know, in stopping it and stopping and saying, you know, and improving himself. When all those people came up to him and tried to challenge him and say, you're not nothing. You know, he could have he could have stood up for himself. He could have showed, you know, who he was. You know, he took the humble road and things that he did. You know, he 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 was whipped, you know, and and and, and scourged and bruised and he bled, you know, spit on all these other things. He he faced betrayal. You know, all this other stuff. And even through it all, what did he do? He kept on going forward. He kept on moving forward. He kept on going forward and moving forward. Because Jesus knew that his assignment was to do great things. And he knew that it was his father's will for him to do a great thing. And great things. So Jesus kept going. Because if he knew if it was his father's will for him to do great things... Then he knew that his father was formed to do these great things and would help him do these great things and would give him the strength to do these great things. You know, I guess today's podcast really more or less is just about, you know, it's just encouragement to remain faithful, to stay committed to doing whatever you're doing. When things get tough, keep on going forward. When things get tough, push through. Push through because greatness is everyone's calling. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't care what your life has been. I don't care what your life looks like right now. I don't care if you don't think there is any hope for you moving forward. Greatness is everyone's calling. And God is ready to give each and every one of us greatness. God is ready to choose each and every one of us for great assignments, for great, you know, great lives, to be very, to be very beneficial to others, you know, to, to, to bring about change in so many places he wants to completely revolutionize the world that's what he wants to do that's what he wants to do but he needs key word he needs committed people he needs those who will remain faithful and again you know i'm not just talking about things in the when i say god when i say jesus when i bring up the spirit you know people think only things in the church they think of only things like pastoring and, and preaching and, and, and teaching and things of that nature as it relates spiritually that's not the case man that's not the case that's not the case god wants to bless each and every one of us and god wants to put his people out there if you serve him god wants to put you out there so why would he not if you love sports you know now, now, granted, some things you gotta understand. You gotta you gotta figure out what your purpose is. You know, he'll he'll lead you to that. He already knows the plans. He already knows how to get you to where you need to be. He already knows where you're gonna be the most effective. So so he he'll take care of that. Just let him lead you to it. You know, but but 
But he, if, if, if you, you know, if you're a sports player, sports guy, sports girl, whatever, you know, then he wants to put you out there on sports teams. If it's not, if it's not major leagues, not saying that it won't be, not saying that it can't be, not saying that he's not trying to put people there because, oh, believe me, he is. He wants to get everybody everywhere, you know. But if it's not just major leagues, then he wants to bring them, bring uh, sports players across the countries and across the globe and across the world, you know. If it's if you're if you're love for teaching, then he wants to. Or even if you don't have a love for teaching, but it, whatever. If you're supposed to be a teacher, you know, then 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 he'll he'll want to make you a teacher. But don't don't get caught up on the many hardships and struggles that you have to face. Don't say because it didn't happen in four years going to school that it's not going to happen. That's a, that's a lie. That's a lie. And you're being your spirit is being fed. You are literally being told lies. In the spirit world, I said before, everything happens in the spirit before it happens in the natural, right? So, in the spirit world, there are only two sides. Jesus said, you're either for me or you're against me. So, there's only two sides, right? So, if it didn't come from God, then, then clearly, clearly these lies that you're being fed in your spirit, these lies that you're being told, you know, are coming from somewhere else. They're coming from the enemy. They're coming from the devil. They're coming from down low. And... And it doesn't agree with Jesus' truth, right? It doesn't agree with it doesn't agree with God, so it's a lie. And and you know you gotta you gotta understand that you gotta understand that a lot of people get confused because they don't know the difference between their personal thoughts and the thoughts and, and, and little words, things being suggested to their spirit um by demons and by spirits. Because they are real. And um and it is a it is a war in the spiritual realm, you know. The devil, he only his only job is to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, and he is the father of lies, meaning all lies, all false truth, everything that does not agree with Christ comes from him. That's what the word of God says. That's what the word of God says. So. I want you all to be encouraged. I want you guys to keep on moving forward and go forward. You know, have faith. Trust that God wants to give it to you. That's the problem. People don't feel like the Lord loves them. But God loves each and every one of you. And, and, and he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you. If you are his, if you, if you, if you given your life to Christ, you know, and you and listen and obey, then he wants to he wants to bless you. He wants to give you all. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. No, he wants to give you his heart because God is a giver. God is a lover. And because he's a lover, he wants to be able to show his love. See, here's what you got to understand. God is nothing Aside from God is worthy to even be alive, even worthy to even be in his presence, even even worthy of existence, because, you know, God is the almighty, you know, nothing comes com close or comparable to him. But yet he still took the time out to create and continue the survival. I mean, are we still here today? Well, then continue the survival of these life forms and beings, you know, because he's one merciful, but two, he loves so much and he has so much love because he is love and he just wants to give display his love and give his love out you know and he wants somebody to to be receptive of that he has so much that he wants to give so much in his heart 
stood up just that he wants to pour out on us. But, you know, we have to be receptive of it. We have to know that he's going to give it to us and, and, and believe him for it. And then just watch. Watch your life change. Watch your life change. Watch your life change. I promise you, watch your life change. Watch your life change. But I think 20 minutes is fair enough just for me to tell you to remain faithful and stay committed. And be diligent, you know. Be diligent. Don't get caught up on... If, if some people, sometimes you want to... Um, you're for working out, right? People, some people like losing weight and stuff. Um, don't get so caught up on 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 if you didn't do full workouts today or if you ate bad or whatever. The best way, don't focus on losing weight. Focus on staying active. Sometimes if you missed your workout time, your workout time was 10 a.m., don't get so bent out of state that you missed your workout time. Sometimes just make sure that you... It's not about if you hit 10 a.m. every single day, but it's about... Did you work out today? And that's the most important thing. Even if it was only 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, did you do it? Because I promise you, that'll do something within you. That gives you the confidence. Sometimes things just don't work out in life, you know? It doesn't mean you don't try. It doesn't mean that you didn't want to. But sometimes things just don't always work out the right way, you know? So be committed to yourself. I know I heard, I heard somewhere that a man was telling us, he was saying that, People lack confidence. People have low self-esteem because they don't keep promises to themselves. You, when you don't commit, keep promises to yourselves, when you, when you say you're going to do something or you have in your heart to do something and you don't do it, you don't keep promises to yourself. And you have a low self-esteem because of it is what he was saying. And, and you, to yourself, are a liar. And that's why uh, he said a low self-esteem is a, is, a, is a low trust in yourself. But people with high self-confidence have such a high confidence in themselves because they've constantly proven to themselves that they keep their own promises. And quite honestly with you, I think that's pretty good. I think that's, I think that's, I think that's very accurate. I think that's very accurate. Um, so that's why that five minutes a day, even if you miss your 10 o'clock, whatever, or your, or your one hour workout time or two hour workout time, whatever. If you, can only, if you can only spare five minutes now because of it, do it. Keep that promise to yourself. Keep that promise to yourself. Don't let your self-esteem go low. Don't let, don't let you, don't, let, don't, don't fall down in a hole. Don't go down, don't, get, don't go down deeper now. Keep that promise to yourself. Because I promise you, it will in turn build you up and lift you up. That five minutes, don't think that that five minutes doesn't do nothing. The Bible says, in all labor, there is profit. In all labor, there is profit. And then what's funny about that is that it also says, but idle chatter, meaning words that, you don't, that don't produce anything, or when you say you're going to do something you don't do it, only leads to poverty. And I think that I think that that all ties ties in well together. <clears throat> I think it all ties in well together. Um, idle chatter only leads to poverty. When you don't do, you feel bad about not doing. So then you go out here and do worse to cope with the fact that you didn't do well. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I.e., if you're a stress eater, right? Boom, right there. You you feel bad that you didn't do what you said you were going to do, working out, whatever it might have been, and then. 
And then, you know, you go in and you and you, all this pain that you're feeling now, pressure that you're feeling now, you go out and you go eat now to deal with that stuff. But then you did something that was even more self-destructive and even more harmful and even worse for you. So you got to focus on staying active. Don't try to do so much. Don't try to be Superman or Superwoman. If you, in your past life or past time, whatever experience you can see yourself at, um, you were, quote unquote, something at one point that you saw yourself as, you know, and you, and you just feel like you're not right now, you're not that person anymore. That's fine. It's fine. Listen, 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 listen. Stay active. Stay active. Because as long as you're doing something, you're putting your hands to work to build. But when you don't do anything, decay immediately starts to happen. Things don't idle. Things don't sit. That's not what happens. You either put your hands to, to, to something and they build, it builds, even if it's only that five minutes, even if it's only that 10 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever. What's wrong with just doing the five? What's wrong with just doing the 10 or the 20 if that's all that you got right now? But over time, you'll, get, you'll figure things out. You'll figure things out. Things will get better for you. But if you only, but if you don't do anything, that's called complicity. And it's not complacency, but it's complicity. It's the act of, it's the act of, of helping or doing some wrong, right? The helping doing something wrong. You know, and, and what that is, is when you don't do anything, that's a very complicit action. Because not doing anything helps decay. Not doing anything helps destruction. If you don't stop it, you're helping it keep on going. If you don't stop termites from eating at the, you know, your, the wood in your, in your, you know, foundation or the wood in your basement or the wood wherever, then you're helping them. You are absolutely helping them. It's the same thing when Jesus was saying, you're either for me or you're against me. Not doing anything, there is no in-between. So I, I'm telling you, I'm trying to encourage you, you know, just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep, be, be faithful at it, you know. Remain faithful, remain committed, stay diligent, you know, because blessing always comes over time. God's promises can't fail us if we believe him and we stick to him and we hold to him, you know. The hand of the diligent surely leads to plenty. The plans of the diligent surely lead to plenty. You know, the hand of the diligent will rule. Right? Don't don't be don't don't be distressed. Don't be distraught. Just keep on going. But but that I'm gonna just go ahead and. Uh, but that um sorry podcast kind of cut off there. Uh, but like I was saying with that, I just want to go ahead and say you know. Just stay encouraged, guys and uh, girls, guys, girls, whoever you are, and um. And uh, you know, I just wanted to tell you all that. I do love you, and this is exactly why I'm sharing this stuff that I'm sharing. It's all out of love. I don't want to hurt anybody. I just want everybody to be the best that they can be. Don't cheat yourself. Why live with regret if you don't have to? Why live with what could have been if you don't have to? So, I love you all. Guys, enjoy yourselves. Take it easy.